just so you know, at this time, yep. I have to poop. <laughs> but uh, thanks for that info, B team listeners. Um, this is Omar. Uh, we didn't get you an episode uh, last week because uh, I think I think we should get into that later. But later, yeah, yeah. Because right now, I I, I want to talk about like the fact that I have to poop right now. Okay, and I'm I, I think I told you about this in the hallway, but. Muggs was bragging about his S-shaped pooped. Oh, right. S-shaped poop. Yeah. Dude, I crushed it last week and 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 made a full figure eight poop. That's crazy to me because- <laughs> I, I was It was unbelievable. That's crazy. And then I told Muggs, hey, you know your S? I destroyed you. He goes, oh, pictures that didn't happen. Oh, I wonder if that website still exists. And I went, boom, there's my picture. Uh. And, and he goes, wow, that's impressive. If he was here, he could attest to that. <laughs> yeah, beer mugs. Uh, he has to take his uh, daughter Evie to um, to, the uh, to the doctor. Yeah, this is why you shouldn't have kids because then they get <laughs> sick. And then you got to take care of them. Ah, uh, ratemypoo.com isn't isn't up anymore. <laughs> remember rate my poop? No, you don't remember rate my poop? Uh-uh. Uh uh Rate my poop. There was a there was a series <laughs> of websites back in the late nineties, early two thousands era. Where uh, it was, it was a spinoff of uh, Facebook. Remember how Facebook started? Oh wait, no, hot or not? Was oh, it, was it, it was hot, hot or, or not? not? Yeah, I think because hot or not was the one where, well, yeah, the Facebook was like my friends like, of college. Yeah, right. Then it was hot or not, which is this person hot or not? That's, right, that exactly. was simple. Yeah, totally. And, and then, then, people, then there was shoot offs. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I one of them was uh, one was rate my poop, and people would upload their poops, <laughs> and you could rate it. I was, oh, that's a good deuce. Ah, that, that's a good number two right there. <laughs> How much time did you spend looking at other people's poops? Ah, there was just hours, just hours on there, oh. just like you know, like trying to perfect my craft, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not up anymore. That that sucks. But, uh, oh. Yeah, that was a thing <laughs> no but yeah so so uh so yeah so why didn't we do an episode last week let's say well scheduling conflicts because i originally uh, we always tried to record on thursdays thursdays for some reason it's just kind of like the day that kind of worked out works out best for everybody but last thursday we kind of slotted it in and then the day of uh you had meetings and i thought it's going to be interesting to talk about can you say anything about that uh that event that you know that kind of like what's going know, on yeah, yeah um well, I could take a little breakdown of kind of how behind the scenes, how things work. And we had this, this date scheduled to record. And then the day before, I had some meetings. And then the meetings turned out we needed a walkthrough for this event. But the walkthrough was never confirmed with this company. Mm-hmm. And so the morning of, I told you, hey, I might have a walkthrough. I might not be able to record. Yeah, and it was, it was going to be a super cool event that you know we were going to yeah. invite Kevin and Bean listeners down to. And, uh, Bean yeah, was, was coming be, down. Yeah, exactly. It yeah, was going like, to be a super huge thing. Yeah. So then I'm waiting for this walkthrough notification. It never came through. And, and, and it turns out that within three days, it went from this really cool event to now Kevin and Bean are not even participating in it. Yeah, it's so, so weird. And you know, and we had booked and I already got the confirmation of this is 100% happening. You guys are a part of it. Book Bean's travel. So this involves now money, you know, like yeah. we're here booking Bean's travel. He's making preparations and then boom, it all goes down. Now we have to cancel his travel. It's not happening anymore and no more event. The event is still going on. It's just without Kevin and Bean. Yeah, it's so, so 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 weird. So, so but it just like like that's where where my day was in limbo of like oh I gotta I gotta make time for this walkthrough and then Omar I can't record and then yeah and then we're like oh well how, no I can't record and how, then you're like oh, it's too late you know you you know I I hate meetings how yeah. do you feel being in those meetings being told 
yeah, this is happening 100%. And you interacting with, you know, the talent, Kevin and Bean, Jensen and Allie, telling them, yeah, yeah, it's a go. Do you feel, like, slighted? Do you feel like a fool? Or is that just kind of like, you know, part of the gig? Well, well, honestly, I think it's just part of the gig. But it does sometimes, like, I don't want the guys feeling that I don't know what I'm doing. Right, And when it's coming from a, like, when we have, when someone else has our, like, fate in their hands. Yeah. Like, here I am telling the guys, all right, this is what they're telling me. Yeah. And this is happening. 100%. And then they're like, oh, it's not going to happen. And I'm like, no, they told me it's happening. Right. And then, boop. <laughs> Cut to, all right, guys, it's not happening. And then they're like, oh, we told yeah. you. And I was like, right. well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you were saying that, but. That at, sucks. At my point is I'm just relaying the information. I'm the middleman. Right. And, but you know what? It's the, it's the job, you know, just, and that's our, my job is to manage Kevin and Bean right. and to make this thing happen and, and make be the bridge that Ugh. if this event happens, how cool can we make this event with my guys? I don't know if I could do your job, man. I would just get so frustrated I mean, in so, these situations, sometimes, man. Sometimes it's really cool because when a cool event happens, yeah. it, you're like dope you know like right. and then when this happens you're like Ugh. i guess i guess like you know in you know in the you know over 15 years that i've worked with kevin and bean this yeah. rarely happens yeah. too this was like a really rare thing right yeah, yeah it's it, not rare but it does it doesn't happen often and in reality if we weren't talking about it the listeners would never know of course you yeah, know they would course, never know not, there was no behind the scenes like like it's it's not like it's gonna affect what's on air. It's right, just affecting right. my no totally and right. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads me uh, nicely into my next topic, uh, and uh, this has to do a lot with you. And I know you definitely can talk about this, and I don't think we've ever addressed it on the B team. And this is how we book April Foolishness, and how sometimes things go super smooth, <laughs> and how sometimes people are just not available. Yeah. Like and, and and like no, no fault of the comedian. And no fault of yours, but sometimes there's just we, we have a date that we would like to do a show, yeah, and then sometimes it just it just it's just not happening on that date because due to not the comedians not wanting to do the show, they're just already booked, booked and then yeah. just you know what the the stars just did not align on this one, so we were having to move things around behind the scenes again. Same situation. It's not going to affect you know the on air no because it's going to yeah. be and it's going to be a great show. But can you talk a little bit about you know? the frustrations and like the <laughs> process and how far out you talk to these people and the verbal agreements that are like yeah we're totally well, you in know, and- throughout the year we have a bunch of comedians come by and you know and there's certain ones where like alright let's target them and, and we talk to them and we're like hey you know would you like to do this and, and they'll be like oh would love to mm-hmm. and um, and I'm going to use past experiences just because it's a lot easier and, sure. and, and, and their specific experiences like our, our friend Bert Kreischer was supposed to do it last year oh this is funny and, and you know um, so we have them and line up all booked ready to go the day before we announce he sends me a note and calls me and says dude I'm so sorry I'm so... and then Bert Kreischer voice I'm such an idiot <laughs> my wife booked a, a, a vacation for us and we can't go so I was like oh my god like now I gotta replace him who can uh, I get in a day to come in and do this so uh, I gotta get on call to managers and, and you got somebody and, didn't we get um, uh, Adam Devine like last minute, I, I, oh, Adam no. Devine was a part of it. Oh, was, I forgot who I replaced Bert yeah. with, but but, but we things we, yeah. you made it happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everyone pitches in and makes a bunch of calls, and <laughs> you don't have and, to name names, but who? Um, tell tell briefly the uh, the dude. 
uh, he had a bar mitzvah to go to or something, and he he was already booked, right? Yeah. So and some the, guy, the week of the week of yeah. it was the week of yeah. Uh, I won't name this name. No, but, no, uh, don't but, name names. But yeah, yeah but uh, not only did did uh, the week of he he bail out, but he saw Kevin and Bean. That week was like, oh, I'm excited. Can't wait to do it. <laughs> so this is a, clearly a guy who's super busy, doesn't have really control of his own schedule, and he's just like, yeah, it's booked. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, he's like, yeah, you know, I booked the show. And then he's like, uh, oh, wait a minute. I yeah. have something else going on. Uh, I remember uh, the very first cancellation we ever had, because we've been doing this. This is going to be our 11th year. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jay Moore was like, you know, he was he wanted to do it. Like, he did it. Every year because yeah. he loves doing it. Right. You know, and uh, one year he's like, oh, I got a job and I need a job. So peace out. I was like, yep, <laughs> oh, I get it, man. man. And that was after we announced. So we're yeah. like, OK, so we just try to do our best. And and, you know, it's a really stressful time. But yeah. So the, but, so, so the show, the announcement is coming. It's soon. coming. Yeah. We'll have all the details. I can't give anything away right now. But, yeah. But, you know, the show is coming and it's it's going to be a good one. That's yeah. it's a dude. I it, when when it comes, it, it's so funny, uh, B team listeners, because behind the scenes, like everybody, when they step back, they know Dave is trying his best and doing his due diligence and doing a great job because you know we can look back on the shows previous and know they were they were good, and Dave has a lot to do with that. But sometimes people just get so frustrated. That they don't have anybody else to take it out on, so they end up taking it on poor Dave. <laughs> yeah, and it I, sucks. I, and it's and not I'm there, and I'm there, just like, oh man. Well, I, I, when I would you, hate when to you be say Dave right they, now. it's like, yeah, it's not one person. It's, I know it's five. Yeah, and I'm like, and just... they literally think that you're not trying your best. <laughs> I'm like, guys, how how can you think that he's not trying to make a good show for you guys? So, this, so you know, like last year was last year was one of those years where it fell into it fe- everything fell into place and everything worked out. And we're like. Yes, yeah. and, and except for the Burke Kreischer thing. Other mm-hmm. than that, everything was cool, and, and and it was it was easy peasy. It wasn't as bad. Right. But then there's been years where where you know I had difficulty booking it, and then so we book it, everything's cool, and then I get the oh I don't want to close. Like, <laughs> I, oh my god. You know we you know what I find funny is uh, hey uh, Dave, uh, why don't you just reach out to him uh, earlier. Hey Dave, uh, why don't you just oh, send some uh, letters out? Uh, <laughs> hey Dave, have you put any calls out there? What? What do you think he's doing? No, but the best is, hey, uh, have you heard of like Amy Schumer? Like, <laughs> like, do you think she'll do it? Like for free? Oh man, yeah, dude. And New York. Yeah, we reached out to her. Um, like, do you, have you guys ever heard of Daniel Tosh? Like, <laughs> you're like, oh boy. Hey, you know that dude, Chris Rock? Yeah, he's pretty funny. Yeah, he's pretty funny. Should, you know, reach out to him, see if he'd do it. Dave Chappelle does stuff, right? Oh my god, it's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, but uh, man, I appreciate everyone who who ends up doing the show because yeah. it's, it's it's just it's it's a fun night. It's, it's a all fun for charity. Night. It's all for charity. And we, we also feel like and... you know the comedians are part of the Kevin and Bean family yeah. as well. You and, know, and if they're new to the show, if they do it like without even being a part of the family, yeah, we welcome them to the family because totally you know it's it's like if you if you spend your time for us we'll give our time for you yeah you know? no for sure and uh yeah uh last year i just i just remember brian callen and sarah tiana just oh sarah tiana was so funny so funny. i miss brian callen oh my god doing, doing, yeah around, for but. me i think sarah tiana took top spot 
And then Brian Callen was number two. Yeah. Um, because of, it was uh, amazing. All I heard was her uh, chunk on camp raves or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and it I was love, very funny. I love her life. Uh, her, I, I love her line. She's like, why do they call it house music? I don't want this BS in my house. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> like she, Very, very funny. And it's like the delivery has a lot to do. Her delivery is just so funny, the way she carries herself on stage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and she added her little southern accent. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she like, can, like, tra- I was like, cranks did, it up, huh? did you have that? I was yeah. like, oh, well. Turns it, it up, turns act. it up a little uh, bit. But I'm excited. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, so it'll be a good show. And uh, yeah, we're back with a new show. And uh, let's, uh, let, anything else we want to get into? No, Beer Mug's a dick. He's not in here. Um, so it's yeah. just uh, me and you Dave. Do, uh, you want to talk oh. the weekend or? Yeah, I, I think I just worked. <laughs> I don't think I have much much of anything to say. Oh, I will say that. Oh, Dave, now my kids are getting older, so now both of them are in two different softball teams oh, no. and in dance. Oh, no. Oh, man. I, I'm just busy. I, never been busier, Dave. Just driving one kid to this practice and my wife driving to, to this practice, and then I'm picking this one up from dance class. And it is crazy times, Dave. Don't have kids, man. Dude, I had to go pick up my dog from... From uh, Krista's mom's house, ah. and I hated doing that. Ah, he said, and it was only thirty minutes away. I'm, I'm telling you, man, it is it is bonkers. And and right now they're still so they're you know they're they're five and seven, so they they can get a lot of the stuff done by themselves, like getting ready and stuff. But they still need a little help. And dude, they're so just like ah oh, la di da about everything. I'm like, no, we're gonna be late. They're la di da, and I, it drives me crazy because 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 Cassie is more like ah oh, you know it because it, it, it is really. No big deal being late to a softball practice or being late to dance. It is not a big deal, really. But, but to me, it's a huge deal because I don't. I'm not that person. Well, hold on. Is it a big deal or is it not a big deal? Because don't you at that point start selling the importance of other people's time? Because uh, I, I think now, like now, I'm I'm terrible. I'm like, all right, we have to. We're meeting at ten thirty. Yeah, I'll leave at ten fifteen, even though I know it's forty five minutes away. You Listen, know, and it kind of sucks when when I look and like ah, they were waiting for me. If if. If it was a consistent thing being late, then I would say yes. But if it's only one time, I don't think it's it, – people understand. Trust me. People – like parents – like it's not – like today, it's not like it was back in the day, Dave, because like now you have to have your kid in dance. You have to have them in softball. And then, then during the fall, you put them in soccer, Dave. You know? And, and, and it's, it's just like a crazy kind of thing. So all the parents – Oh, they understand, Dave. They understand. And not only that, like, I am now literally taking Mia's homework wherever, like, the activities are or, you know, just in case we have a brief moment where, you know, she could do some homework in the back Jesus. seat. Well, She's driving me nuts. I got to figure it out. And you know what the what the truth is? Is that I just haven't adjusted yet because yeah. this is all brand new. Yeah, it's Once, a new schedule. It's a new schedule, and yeah. it's it, this is only my second week going on going going at it. Once I figure it out and get into the routine, I know I'll be fine. But right now, it's just like a big like slap in my face and be like, "Ha! This is what your info, sucker." You know? I feel lied to, you, man. I was told parents just don't understand. <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> can we can, can, can we file that from this and then put it on Kevin and Bean maybe, show? Maybe. Maybe. How was your weekend? Uh, it was good, man. What did we do? Oh, I went to the K-Rock Storms Bear Mountain. Oh, tell me about that. That was, dude, Bear is so awesome right now. Yeah, a lot like, of this snow, is the huh? best conditions I've seen it in, in maybe ever. Wow. Because like even when I go when it snows and stuff like that, it's it's snowing, so it's cold and stuff like that. We went. It was 30 degrees. The mountain was groomed nicely. There was a lot of snow everywhere. Like People were, were snowboarding through trees and 
Those people are nuts, by the way, who have to hike up a mountain to just snowboard down and then hike back to the trails. Oh, my God. And it's, it's nuts. And, and uh, you know, one road was closed, so that we were expecting traffic. I left a little late. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to making people wait for you. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but traffic was fine. Got up, did my runs, and then just took off. But, man, there's something about being up there and being scared, like – in your adult and life, you how do, often are you scared? You do uh, with children all the time. Um, you do the <laughs> double double diamonds. Or I did the... a double black. Yeah, it's okay. called Geronimo, and it that thing was just straight down. And and I I pretty much pushed out and went like I, I people know what I'm talking about where I plowed halfway down until I started writing. Okay, but until uh, so, I started carving down, but. Man, it was I, I I felt it, and I've seen people like I didn't feel too bad because I saw a, a dude unhook his skis and literally start walking down. Like f this noise, He's like, f this, it's yeah. way too dangerous. Yeah, but it was so cool, and Bad Flower played, and they sounded cool as I was going up the yeah. <laughs> the lift. Oh. Uh, um, but it was a good turnout. It, it was packed. Everyone was cool. Did you stay and, up there, or did no? You just come we back we down? went up and came down. All right, ready to get in the show? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> come on down. Take a ride with the beat. Let's get together and take a look behind the scenes. Talking about, talking about Kevin and Bean. Come on, let's start the show. Everybody grab your Vaseline. The B Team. Yeah. The B Team. The B Team. Oh, that's right. The B Team. Baby. Baby. That's right. This is the B Team, episode 64, if you're counting. Uh, my name is DJ Omar Khan, <laughs> Imaging Director of the Kevin and Bean Show. Alongside me, we have the producer, Dave the King of Mexico. Yo! And uh, we're sans beer mug because beer mug has to take his uh, daughter Evie he to He has to be the, a dad. Uh, yeah, he has to take a, uh, be a responsible person and take his daughter to the uh, the hospital. She's been having a little bit of uh, respiratory issues. Ooh, that sounds bad. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, with with anything that, have to, that has to do with children, take them to the hospital, it always sounds worse than it really is, I think. Like, you know, a perfect example, I told you earlier today that I was going to take my <laughs> hospital, my, my daughter to the hospital, and you were like, like oh, whoa, no, what happened? Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, we just want to, you know, she has a little bit of fever. We just want to take her in, make sure she doesn't need antibiotics, you know, just in case, you know, it is some sort of Let me ask you this. Do thing. they still stick uh, thermometers up their butts? No, they don't do that. Oh, <laughs> that's some BS, dude. Yeah. We all had to go through that. <laughs> I know. No, they were, <laughs> now they they just like, you know, have this little thing. They, put they it, wipe their forehead, right? Yeah, they just oh, wipe their forehead, on. boom. I think it. you should do it just so... Just so she knows, right? Like just maybe, so like- but yeah, my 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 daughter. Uh, I really funny funny story. Um, Zoe, the little one, she got the flu shot first, and the Mia couldn't get it at the same time because she had a little bit of a fever. This is about uh, the beginning of the year, or the it was late December, early January yeah. when this happened. So Mia couldn't get it. So then we're all like, well, she needs to eventually get the flu shot. So about three weeks ago, Cassie finally carves out some time. We take her, or she takes her down to the hospital by herself it was just it was just them two and uh Cassie tells me that she hulked out on her so it took what? not only Cassie when they when she saw the needle she was like no and she hulks out and it took two nurses plus Cassie to hold her down just for the flu shot wow <laughs> little like Mia weighs she's like a feather man she doesn't weigh anything and uh, now she can laugh about it you know what I mean uh, it would have been awesome if the needle would have broke like no oh my god like, dude it's hilarious but no one likes flu shots 
I don't, I don't even I get don't, them. I don't care, though. For me, it's like, you know, I'd rather be safer than sorry. Although this year I got a flu shot and I ended up still getting the flu. But uh, whatever, whatever. I, you know, I don't see a downside to it. I think once you're an adult, you don't need them. You've been you've been all good. I'm a doctor. So, OK. Yeah. So doctors uh, say Dr. Dave says uh, you don't need it. <laughs> hey, uh, I have a new segment for uh, the B team listeners. Oh, what? And yeah, you don't know anything about it, but okay, I think good. you're going to get a kick out of it. <laughs> all right. This is called Must See TV. Uh-huh. Must See TV. Oh, what could it be? Oh, we'll let you know from the team that is me. Oh, Must See TV. Oh, Must See TV. It cannot be crappy. It must be Must See TV. All right, so this all stems from the conversation that we're having about uh, Netflix and our Netflix picks and what kind of shows we were watching. Yeah. And I was kind of like saying that Ozark is cool. And then somebody emailed me. I, I wish I, I, I should have brought the email. But they suggested um, watching this show on Hulu called Litter Kenny. And it's, <laughs> a, it's, it's, it's a Canadian um, show. It's a comedy. It's very easy to digest because all the episodes are between 20 minutes and a half hour. So very easy to go through and uh, I just think it's funny and uh, I want to turn people on to it. So I have a couple of clips for you. All right. So on this episode, uh, this is how the uh, show opens. So any other insights for us? Uh... All right, I mean that right there was an air biscuit. That was a real ass flapper, if I do say so myself. Some fine colon bowling. Some real rectal turbulence. <laughs> I wish Gail could hear that part. I got a couple pals who'd appreciate it too. It'd be kind of neat if you could like catalog your farts. Oh my god. Well, what fur? Well, I feel like if other people could hear that crack splitter, it could have a positive impact on their lives. That might be the nicest thing everybody's ever said about me. You should be able to keep track of and record your farts and your friends' farts. Well, like Facebook? Exactly like a Facebook. Just like Fart Book. <laughs> so this entire episode fart. is them uh, creating Fart Book. They, they create the website, they get this guy, and then everybody starts uploading their uh, farts onto fartbook.com. Yeah, man. And uh, I, you know, since I forgot we were doing this, we just kind of like, you know, uh, did this last minute. I didn't create a list, so let's listen to this next clip. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure it's fartastic. I am at this point the only member of Fart Book. Each member will be able to upload three farts. Each member will post a picture to their farts. Members will then be allowed to friend request each other and accumulate audiences for their farts. <laughs> for example, <laughs> my profile. That's so funny. And uh, I think this next clip is uh, these two guys who uploaded their farts and they're like, you know, kind of like ticked off that uh, this girl's not uh, liking their farts. <laughs> hey, is Katie like any of your farts on Fartbook? No. You? No. Huh. huh. <laughs> wow. And these dudes are like, it's like uh, they have this weird homoerotic friendship. They're in the always in the shower naked together, showering what? together. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, and this next, let's see what this next clip is. Uh, the, the whole episode is really funny. And it, it turns out, like, towards the end of the episode, that uh, somebody um, starts a Christian mingle, but for farts. <laughs> 
And then these guys, they feel like uh, they uh, the other person ripped off their idea. But then these guys don't realize that there was already a whole like underground fart culture. It's it's it's, it's hilarious. You stole our idea. Mm. Are you referring to Christian fart mingle? What's oh, that? Fart mingle. It's like Christian mingle, but for farts. <laughs> It's like Christian Mingle, but for farts. Oh, my God. Uh, and then this is him kind of like breaking down the uh, the uh, uh, already existing fart culture. Stuart, I did not steal anything because the last time I checked, taking advantage of a growing trend was not stealing. What trend? I'm talking about fart culture, Stuart. It's all the rage. It's everywhere. Here's the one I like best. It's called Fart Filter. And I like it because you can put different filters on all of your farts, and it's fun. So here, I'll just show you how it works. This one, no filter, nothing. <laughs> Who cares? Not quite. Now, boys, because I'm feeling generous, we're in the Lord's house, I'm going to play you the filter that I invented myself. I call it Valencia. site devoted to gluten-free farts. The point is, it's out there, boys. It's happened. The idea lives in the world. Y'all are too slow. Slow on the uptake. Sad story. Boo-hoo. Toot-toot. Go away. School. It's so funny, guys. And every episode just has like these weird little, I mean, the jokes per minute on this show is pretty spectacular. And uh, yeah, and where is this on? Uh, Hulu, and it's called Letter Kenny. Ah, man. <laughs> so, and then that, I think there's like six seasons up. Already? What? Yeah, there's like six seasons up. Is already. it still? Is it still going on right now? Or? Yeah, they're still filming. They're still filming another season. I think the next season's gonna might be their final season or something. It's yeah. been around, but yeah, like I said, it's from Canada, so Hulu just picked it up here. Nice. So everybody's kind of like you know watching it for the first time. Well, there's Omar's musty TV. <laughs> it is. That's my musty TV. And if you guys have any recommendations, feel free to hit me up Omar at carryq.com. All right, trying to get into some Afro. Woohoo! Yeah, let's I see what this is. Yo, this is for the B team. So I'm here at the almost two to Christmas, and I saw Mugus form. <laughs> okay, yeah, these are from we're in December. Uh, <laughs> these are from December. We're getting close. We are. We're catching up. Yeah. Went down to get a shirt at the merchandise stand, and what the hell, man? No Mugos merchandise? Yes, start making it, man. I'll be repping it. Mugos. Squish. <laughs> yeah, Mugos merch would be awesome. Did he say squish? Squish. I think. Squish. <laughs> squish. Squish. Same thing. Hey, this is for the B team. I was hoping that you guys could find something for me. Uh, it was maybe like a year and a half, two years ago. It was on Kevin and Bean's show when Ralph was doing some contest or bit or something. I don't know. Somebody called in about how they got robbed and got a library card stolen from them or something to do with a library card. And I know Adam West called in later. Uh, maybe it was a little long ago, but uh, he called in and made a joke about the library card, but I remember being really funny. Uh, I need to hear it. Please find it. Thank you. Does any of that ring a bell, Dave? Any of that? Adam West, library card getting stolen, Ralph Garman. I went on Kevin and Bean Archive, tried to find anything related. Couldn't find anything. I... I do. You know me and my memory. I yeah, have so no idea. We might need a little bit more detail on that one because uh, I have no recollection of that ever happening. Hey, everybody. Uh, question probably for the B team. Um, thinking about this over, talking about, you know, putting together drops and everyone's got those questions and all that. And 
I'm wondering if your job has gotten infinitely easier or been pretty consistent as far as putting that stuff together. I know back in the day you had to cut splice tape and um, get those, you know, big old plastic uh, cassette tapes with them on there. And now it's just a clickety-clack on the computer. And I don't know if it's gotten easier even for Kevin Bean being able to do the stuff probably from home on free time and all that, like when they splice in, you know, the morning things to go along with the morning intro. Yeah, well, definitely Bean is uh, a master at doing those show intros and, you know, building those uh, are just, are just they're so funny, right? Uh, has it became, become easier? Yes and no, because, like, now, like the guys say, there's so much TV. Yeah. It's it's hard to keep track of. I mean, the, 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 the thing that kind of, like, makes it easy is that you're right. Bean can just sit at his home studio and pull uh, pull the audio off the internet or what have you. I'm sure he has a couple of TiVos. Same thing with uh, Kevin. Um, you still have to go through that process, though. So I don't know if it saves much time. The one thing that it does do is for archiving purposes, it's so much easier to find that audio. Yeah. So so you still have to kind of like pull the audio and edit the audio. Um, it's definitely not as time consuming as cutting, you know, stuff that was on reel to reel. But that was very long ago. That was like pre when I started radio. Hi, this is messages for the B team. That's us. I would love to hear Kevin's assistant Linus again. I love when Linus uh, gave us all those fun bits about Kevin and how he needed to be addressed and uh, <laughs> Kevin's quirky quirks. All right. And then I think this next Afro call is also Linus related. Yo, yo, B team. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Squish. Hey, y'all. Let's set it up. You know what I'm talking about. You know what it is. Get it ready. Come on. Ralph Rewind, baby. Um, I wanted to... Uh, hear his uh well actually maybe it's not ralph uh, kevin's assistant i wanted to hear uh some of his best his best uh assisting with kevin those things were freaking hilarious (laughs) i would be cracking up driving and i love him i want to hear him again thanks go b2 squish Squish. Uh, okay, Dave, I'm going to play this and we're going to get through as much because I have questions about the setup. Okay. Um, because this blew my mind and I totally forgot about what, what, what we're about to play here. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. How do we find out yesterday, and Lisa, you were there, yes. that Kevin, of all people, Kevin, who we <laughs> thought we knew, <laughs> has a personal assistant? <laughs> so, did you know, remember that? Oh, a real personal assistant. That's what they make it sound like? No, I don't. Oh, I, I think oh. it would. What? 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 Exactly, right? Okay, okay. Well, okay, okay. We, we continue. Well, his assistant is doing a crappy job because I don't know anyone who's more unorganized <laughs> than Kevin. How That's a great dare point. You Why don't you have both. your assistant clean out the Kevin backseat party once in a while so that everything you've ever taken away from the radio station isn't <laughs> still in your car? He should be in here so you can find your papers. How dare you? What's wrong with both of you? <laughs> what does your personal assistant do? What, on earth, in your, what on earth in your life is so complicated that you need a personal assistant. He ends we up getting he's into it. Picking up dry yeah. cleaning. <laughs> yeah. What kind of errands is this person running? It's not. Oh, jeez. Why? <laughs> what could he be doing for Kevin? It's you hear the realness there, right? Like yeah, he doesn't he, want to talk hesitant. about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. 
Why? What, what Why? could he be doing for Kevin? It's not as much me as it is my wife, and he spends most of his time on the charity because it's a full time and a half job. Oh. It's a cop out, dude. It's a cop out. Um, he probably has an assistant still that we we need to talk to this guy. I think. Imagine I, how many pairs of underwear and socks <laughs> this guy has to buy for Kevin. I think I met this guy. You did? And I think I honestly I believe him, and I think it was a charity thing that his wife had. Really? Yeah. I don't know if he's with them anymore. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Let's see. Uh, I let's... doubt he's with them anymore. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So every <laughs> once in a while he does, you know, I'll ask him to do something. It's not my... Like, like what? Like yeah. I need What kinds of things? What kinds help? of things does he do? Wash my sack. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious because I don't have a personal assistant. So if I, I need either. to... If I want to get something done, I've got to do it myself. What kinds of stuff do you have your guy do? Like what? Give me an example. Two examples. <laughs> want to talk about it. Yeah. Does he you. run out and get you lunch? No. Um, I'll Sometimes. Give you an <laughs> Does he wash your car? No. Does he go to the bank? No. Shut up. Both of you shut up. Oh, he's Does he bad. return your movies to Blockbuster? No. <laughs> Does he make dinner reservations for you? No. Yes. What can he do then? That's all the stuff I'm thinking about is what personal assistants on TV do. What do they do in real life? <laughs> I Well, most of the time I said he's doing charity stuff, but every once in a while, I'll give you an example. This week, and this is how it came up. Um, there was something wrong with my tire on my car, mm-hmm. and I spent uh-huh. probably six months filling it back up every other day. Oh. Stop at the gas station, fill it back up. Stop at the gas every other day. By the way, what a dumbass. Why don't you just take it in to get fixed instead of just putting air in your tire? I feel Kevin. I know. I oh, my it. God. Yeah. What's you don't wrong want, with you, you guys? You don't want to spend all that time at the tire shop. It'll be like <laughs> an hour and a half. Yeah, well, you know oh what's my... not an hour and a half? Just putting in air in your tire. <sighs> So Why finally, don't you just go home and have your personal assistant take well, it out? Well, finally, it occurred it to me that. So I said, uh, you know, is it possible for you to take the car in while I take a nap? Because I was going to take a nap yesterday. <laughs> so that's what I had to do. That's or yesterday, earlier this week. And that's, that's how it came. came how to low on the food chain are you if you're taking a Dude. car in for a DJ? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Come on. It's not, but that's not what he does. You know that's what I mean? That's just like what he that, did. That's, yeah. I mean, I, I was well, probably abusing the. The privilege. I, don't <laughs> I wanted to hear your side of the story because we have a surprise for you, Kevin, and that is that your personal assistant, who I guess it's okay to say is Linus, is on the phone with us right now. We actually have Linus, Linus standing by to talk to us. All right, and uh, now uh, the great Ralph Garman in the Ralph Rewind, and we're just going to drop this in because drop uh, in. <laughs> they're, they're definitely the bit's funny enough without to- us talking all over it. Good morning, Linus. Good morning. Good morning, Kevin of the Kevin and Bean Show. And the other one, how are you? That's Lisa. Hi, Linus. Hi. (laughs) Linus, do we have it right that you are a personal assistant for K-Rex Kevin? I'm telling you, it's the greatest job I've ever had to be the personal assistant of Kevin of the Kevin and Bean Show. He does, is not my assistant. I am. Oh, stop it. Don't be so modest. That's your problem, Kevin of the Kevin and Bean Show. You're just not, you're not, you don't take a stand. You don't let people know who you are. You say, hi, I'm Kevin of the Kevin and Bean Show. Here no. I am, world. Look at me. That's, that is, you know that's my pet peeve in life. Oh, stop it, Kevin of the Kevin and Bean Show. <laughs> stop it. Linus, why do you have to refer to him as Kevin of the Kevin and Bean Show every time? Well, that's who he is, the other one. That's who he is. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the other one. Does he make you refer to him when you talk no. to him? Do you no. have to call him? Don't no. be stupid. I refer to him as that because it is, first of all, a great pleasure to be working with Kevin of the Kevin and Bean Show. <laughs> and to be able to help him out in, in his busy, busy life is, is just it's a source of great satisfaction for me. Why do you? Why must you guys do this? 
How to me. busy is Kevin's life? What is how he doing when he leaves how here at ten fifteen? You have no idea what kind of time and energy it takes to be Kevin at the Kevin DeBeat show. Like what? What kind of stuff do you well, do? Just, here, look. Let me just look. Let me open up my let me open up my daily planner just from yesterday. Okay, this is just okay. from yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, nine o'clock. Go to House of Briefs. Pick up four hundred pair of underwear for Kevin at the Kevin DeBeat show. <laughs> he does like to go through underwear. That's true. <laughs> That's 9 o'clock. 11 o'clock. Go into the garage that houses Kevin of the Kevin and Bean Show's fleet of cars. <laughs> Choose one to be serviced. <laughs> Take car in to get serviced. Remind them it is the car of Kevin of the Kevin and Bean Show. <laughs> Come on. Make sure they know never they're servicing that. Kevin of the Kevin and Bean Show's car. He would never say that. 1 o'clock. Return to the House of Briefs. Return 400 pairs of special <laughs> underwear because the cotton is not spongy enough. <laughs> it's 120. Just... Call the car company. Remind them they're working on the car of the Kevin and Bean Show. <laughs> Come on. And that he needs to have it back as soon as possible. He may wake up from that nap one day, right? Uh, when he wakes up from the nap, that car better be done. <laughs> let me tell you that. Not, that's if Kevin ridiculous. from the Kevin and Bean Show doesn't have the car of Kevin Kevin and Kevin <laughs> Bean Show back in Kevin and Kevin and Bean Show's garage, there will be hell to pay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Two o'clock. Die Kevin of the Kevin and Bean Show's hair while he sleeps. <laughs> Kevin wow. does not like to sit through the process while he's awake. He finds it tedious. <laughs> that is very, that's, that's service right there, Linus. Wow. That's absurd. 325, hide the empty bottles of Kevin and the Kevin and Bean Show before his wife gets home. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make sure I clean up a little bit. Come on. Sure. 5 o'clock, serve dinner to Kevin and the Kevin and Bean Show on his favorite paper plate. <laughs> Come on. 5.30, clean up paper plates from right. Kevin of the Kevin and Bean Show's dinner. I think we get 6. it. 6.15, remind Kevin of the Kevin and Bean Show that he has already eaten dinner when he asks for dinner. <laughs> 7 o'clock, time for flashcards. Go over vocabulary with Kevin of the Kevin and Bean Show. A Wait. is for apple. A is for apple. This is with Kevin, not with his kids? This is actually for Kevin? Oh, no, his kids know how to read. Okay, all right. How dare you all? Uh, let's see. Eight o'clock. Is this Kevin fun for everyone? Kevin and Bean show a story. <laughs> <laughs> Remind him he's Kevin at the Kevin and Bean show. <laughs> Tuck him in. So that's just one day. That's one day. Wow, that's absurd. Yeah, that's one day in Linus's life, and I'm telling you, it is an honor, the other one, to be working for Kevin of the Kevin and Bean show. Well, forgive me for suggesting there wasn't a need for a personal assistant because clearly you are doing very good work. Kevin would not know how to get to work in the morning if he didn't have somebody helping him out, it sounds like, Linus. Tell me about it. And you have to pin his name and his address to his shirt while he goes to work in case he gets lost and someone can return him. It's a full-time job, and I'm telling you, the other one, you are very lucky to be working with Kevin at the Kevin DeBean Show. Well, I guess so. Well, Linus, thank you for coming on. It's great to meet you. Congratulations on your job. I look forward to becoming a regular character on your show. <laughs> no, you don't. Yes, I do. Not going to happen. Kevin at the Kevin in a right million now. years. Kevin of the Kevin Show, stop it right now. Not in one million years. You stop it, Kevin of the Kevin Have Show. your fun now. You, Kevin of the Kevin of Show, don't make me come down there. Linus, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Good news. <laughs> and that was Linus. Hey, guys. This message is for the B team. This is Kelly, and I just wanted to say, I'm smelling it. What'd she say? Ah. She, I'm smelling it. I'm smelling it. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, it's, smell on. Hi, this message is for the B team. You guys uh, play a sound drop. There's a woman that says, uh, you're such a big liar. I always wondered uh, who is that and what's the story behind it. Squish. Okay, Dave. You're such a big liar. You know that drop. Okay. Who's um, that from? If my terrible mind is correct, uh-huh. that is the lovely Mrs. Armenian Comedian. 
Yeah. And so, uh, so, th- th- yeah, this was after the incident where he got arrested. Okay. And he was about to get his ban lifted from contacting us. That's correct. So we spoke with his yeah. wife. Uh-huh. On, and then I don't know what the question was, but that was her answer to said question. Yes. So <clears throat> I thought the exact same thing, Dave. And you know what? I how, how much time I spent B team listeners sifting through Armenian <laughs> comedian tape. We're wrong. We're way wrong, Dave. Okay. So okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. let Hold me break up. it down, B team listeners, a holes. <laughs> so I spent the better part of two hours <laughs> because I, in my mind I was convinced that it's it, it, it's it's Mrs. Comedian. So I spent all this time. <laughs> And I was like perplexed, Dave. I was in here like pulling my hair out. I was like, no, it's it's Julie Sam's wife. Yeah. It, 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 it is. There's no doubt in my mind. So I'm going through uh, the return of Armenian comedian. And uh, there was this other time where we just talked to Julie before we even talked to Sam. Yeah. Went through all this audio on Kevin Bean Archive. And then there's some some stuff that Kevin Bean Archive didn't have. So I went through, through some, some CDs, Dave. CDs. I ripped audio. And there's a lot of CDs we have, by the way. Listen to so much Sam the Armenian comedian, dude, that I've had my fill but for the year. But you love him. Listen, a-hole. And, and, and I couldn't find it. So finally, I'm at my wit's end, and I email Bean, and he tells me where it's from. Hold on. Let me guess. Okay? And I want you to guess. Okay? All right. Okay. So it wasn't Sam's wife. Nope. Was it, was it a, a bit that Ralph did? Nope. Then I'm out. So... What we're going to do here is because I went through so much audio of uh, the Armenian comedian, I actually found this audio of him after being banned for two years for trying to, you know, saying that he was going to put bombs all over the station. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was good. And this is such a huge part of Kevin and Bean history with Sam that I think it's worth playing the time that we talked to Julie the day before we were actually allowed to have Sam back on the air. (laughs) And this kind of breaks down what happened, what Julie went through. Yeah. And she had to get him out of jail. Well, she actually, yeah. So she left him. She left him in jail, yeah. dude, because she didn't want to pay the whatever it was, yeah. you know, the, the fine. So, uh, so this is great. So, uh, check this out. Drop it. Well, it is the countdown to Samageddon. You thought the nightmare was over. Holy sh! You thought you were safe. Hey, you were wrong. That's right. I'm getting stoned every day, every minute, and even though I don't get stoned, I am stoned. It's countdown to Samageddon. Kevin, let's uh, let's bring our audience and Lisa May up to speed because Lisa was on vacation last week, so she missed the countdown that we did every day. Looking forward to catching up with our old friend Sam today. I'm what, about uh, what did to she miss? Cry. <laughs> well, Lisa, I mean, we we did play some highlights. We, yes. we played some highlights of Sam the Armenian comedian. We played some music that he did. Mm-hmm. We played some of the uh, some of the different interviews that we've had with him. We played jokes. I mean, we really have been getting in the mood to talk to him. And today was the day. That it was Sam- a career retrospective. I mean, it was really yeah. it was just like the coming attractions and today was the day that we were going to see the first brand new Sam the Armenian Comedian movie in two years because he wasn't allowed to come on with us for the last year's restraining order and whatnot. So we were so excited. Then what, what, what happened? What, what's, uh, what was the chink in the armor last week? Well, last week I called Sam. He was very excited to hear from me. He wanted to come back on the show. Everything was great. I went home. He called Dave back, the king of Mexico, and he said, I, I have demands. I need uh, things before I come in. 
So we were like, what are you talking about? I just We just talked to you. Now, the and, understanding that I got from hearing from you and Dave and Lightning, all of whom talked to Sam, is that it's not coming from Sam. It's actually coming from his lovely wife, Julie. Is that correct? I think. I, that's what he's telling us. Okay. So, so we should talk to Mrs. Comedian and find out. This is the next step to getting him in the studio. We have Mrs. Comedian on the phone with us right now. Hi, Julie. Welcome back to the Kevin and Bean Show, my dear. Long time no talk. Yes. Good morning. How are you? Very good. Thank we're, you. We're doing it. First of all, can we say that you are a saint? You have been married to Sam, the Armenian comedian, for how long? 31 years. How do you, how do, you do it? That's unbelievable. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so the brief recap version for our listeners, Mrs. Comedian, is that the Armenian comedian, your husband, called in a bomb threat to the radio station two years ago. And we got him on the phone once we heard about it. He called on the weekend and talked to some of the p- kids who answered the phone at K-Rock. And we got a hold of him that following Monday. And we said, Sam, you understand that we live in a post-9-11 world. And you can't make threats like this because they are taken seriously. And it is very dangerous. So please tell us that you were kidding, that you didn't mean it, that you don't plan to blow up the radio station. And he would not back down. In fact, he doubled down and said the bombs are already around the radio station. And if you guys don't do what I want you to do, I am going to blow up the building. And it was completely out of our hands, Julie. We didn't have anything to do with it. We didn't call anybody. But the police were listening, and they contacted us and said, we need to get in contact with this man and find out what's going on. And you know what happened after that. He got arrested. He ended up in jail. And a restraining order happened. Does all that sound familiar to you? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is is it accurate so far? It's very bad for me. You know, what he did, he didn't tell me, but... I really, I am very, very sorry what he did, what okay. he says, and he keeps saying that it was so embarrassing for me, okay. very much. I'm very sorry what he did. It's a crazy, out of hand. Okay. Yes. It's, now, it's Sam, very crazy, and you should know, though, that even when we were talking to Sam, and even when we were talking to the police, we said, look, we don't think he is dangerous. We have been yes, friends right. with this man for 15 years. We're not at, we're not asking you to do anything, yes. but they, you know, it's out of our hands at that point. They have to take these things seriously, and there have to be repercussions for that kind of conduct. Yes, that's right. Correct. Yes. All right, Mrs. Comedian. Now, yes. Sam called us back, and he said that you, specifically, he kind of pinned it on you. He said you wanted some things to happen before he came back in. No, no, no. You know Sam, guys. You know him 15 years. I know him 31 okay. years. Okay? So I'm living with him. I know how it is. But I really, it's his fault what he did. It. But he no, wants no. to go back. That's fine. Okay. But I heard because emotionally I come sick. And I cry days, and my kids, you know, I have two boys. Aww. When you're, you know, dad in a jail, you know how you're going to feel. I know he's guilty. First of all, I didn't know until I told him, you stay in jail. I want to find out what you did you have to punish. You did make him stay in jail, didn't you? I love that. Yes. Okay. You know what? He has to punish what he says. I, I don't I hear care you. how much I forgive. I'm a wife, you know, you have to love him, blah, of blah, course. blah. But you but can do that. You know? All right. Now, let me just run down the list of things that he says. Oh, Either don't he... remind me. It's horrible. No, yes. no, no. I'm, no, no, no. I'm not talking about um, what happened in the past. I'm talking about these are things that Sam is insisting. He said you were insisting. But let's say he was insisting that really? happened that happened bef- that have to happen before he comes into the studio. Oh, I don't have no idea. Okay. Sam told us that you needed an apology. No. Okay. He told us that we have to have a breakfast with him. <laughs> he told us 
<laughs> that we need to raise ten thousand dollars. Oh no, you cheat! And then he called back and said he needed to go on Loveline as well. Oh no! Okay, so none of this is from you. No, you know what I did tell to him when he got arrested and he got a straining order. I told him if you call Kevin and Bean or Ulysses and Kara closely. I'm divorcing you. Oh. End of this is childish. Wow. And it's stupid what you did. I'm not your wife. I'm not going to put up with you. Okay. Wow. That was my point. That's now, it. Mrs. Comedian, let me ask you this. Do yeah. you believe that he understood what he did, that he took responsibility for it, that he was sorry for it, and that he'll never do it again? I hope so. I pray I do too. for that. Okay, I do yes. too. And, and I'll tell you this, uh, Julie, we have missed Sam so much. I mean, it ha- we have been looking at the calendar every month going, how long till we can get our man back on the air? Aww. Because he's been an important part of our show for a long time. And That's it's been a so long, sweet. well, Thank it's you. been a long two years without Sam and we're dying to catch up. So it, it really kind of hurt our feelings when then we found out, oh, we can't have him on today as planned because of all this bad feelings. No, but- no, that's not true. No, I wouldn't say you don't know me uh, that much the way you know Sam. I'm a sweet, right. I'm a kind person. Oh, no. I know. Every time we met you, we, we, we think that. But and, and, you know, look, Sam told us that you said it. We believed he said it probably. But there's not going to be any $10,000. He knows that, right? Of course not. Okay. And you know what? It's not your responsibility. I'm his wife. I have to take care of him. You know, I'm hurt because financially and emotionally I come sick. And I don't want it again anything happen. I don't either. After who's paying the high price? Me. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I'm with you. Yeah. Lisa, That's can it. you believe how sweet this woman is? She's a saint. She's a saint. Absolutely. That's all there is to it. She's a, why don't you get the hell out of there? Seriously. Yes. Aren't yeah. the kids old That's enough that you could just question. leave? That's, That's a, a great question. question. You yeah. could just get up in the middle of the night. He wouldn't even know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So if all of this is uh, if all of this is resolved, is there any reason that you can think of, Mrs. Comedian, that Sam could not join us on the show tomorrow? He can join with the pleasure. You know what? Let me honestly. He was dying to call you okay. anytime. I did tell him if I find out it be end of your marriage, I will live and I will go far away. Oh. You know, I was telling two years it was very hard for him because he loves you and he well, loves his fan. Well, we're very we're very sorry that you got put through any of this. That we are. That's, that's a terrible thing. Because yeah. time he stayed two nights in the jail. One night I told him you have to stay. I'm going to punish you what you did. First he stayed thing. two nights. Wow, yeah. you're hardcore. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I put him. You know, my, my kids, my two boys, they cry. This is mother. Oh. Let me have your credit card. Bail him out. I said no. I have to find what he did. He says I didn't do nothing. I said I have to find out. And after that, I will make decision and I'll take him care of. Right. Believe me, I pay all the bills. I don't want to go through. You know how expensive to go in court to pay yeah. all Certainly. expense. But yeah. God, he loves me. You know, someone he helped me. Because you know what I'm mad? Because you guys, okay, what he did is wrong. It's his responsibility. But at least you guys call me, Julie, you need anything. Ask yeah. me. You know, I was horrible. You know, yeah. I lost 10 pounds in five days. Mm. Oh, my wow. gosh. Well, we're glad to get a chance to talk to you. It was uh, Your husband did not call us for two years, so he was true to his word on that. And we are very excited about trying to talk to him tomorrow and catch up. And I'm glad that you guys are still together and hanging in there and being young and in love. And I'm glad we got a chance to catch up with you as well, Julie. Thank you for calling. Thank you for asking. You're you welcome. bet. We'll talk to you soon, my dear. Bye-bye yeah. now. Yeah. Many parents... Okay, so you were able to hear Julie's voice right there, right? Yeah. 
Let's let's play a little bit of uh, that again. Thank you for calling. Thank you for asking. Okay. Now I'm going to play you the such big liar drop. Oh, that's such big liar. What the hell is it? Isn't it weird? It's so different, right? Yeah. Oh, that's such big liar. Uh, let me find Bean's email here because I emailed Bean after <laughs> I sifted through hours of Armenian comedian. <laughs> um, he writes. It was from a phone interview we did with a woman in Brazil who had the world's largest, largest breasts. breasts. Oh, the triple Ks. Oh, you remember that? I remember the girl. So I guess this that's where it's from. Oh, that's such a big liar. But, but <laughs> B-team listeners, be grateful because I, I this tortured This is the work myself. Omar does for oh, you. Oh, my God. He dude. enjoyed or not enjoyed, uh, you oh. know... Uh, hours of, of looking for this Sam audio. I was hey, so pissed off. Dave. Speaking of Sam, yeah. before we move on. Oh, his new number? He has a new number. Okay. Do uh, you want to call him? Yeah, let's call him. Hello. Hey, Sam. It's uh, Dave and Omar with the B team. What's happening? Dude, you have a new number. Yeah. What's going on with your phone? Is it like you your know, teeth and they're just falling he- out of your pocket? You know this goddamn cheap phones when you get a free. Wait, how do you get free phones? For one month, all of a sudden they just it doesn't work. Well, why don't you get a better I phone, Sam? Free. Huh? Get a better phone. Well, I can't afford it. Now, what kind of phone do you need to replace? Where you need a new number? Can't you just keep the same number? Or is Dave right? Are you getting burner phones? <laughs> I don't know, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either, Sam. Okay, but you, do you want to give your number out to the B team listeners? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, 818-441-8483. And you want people to call you, right, Sam? People have not been calling me lately. Well, because you you changed your number. You ch- dumb jackass. <laughs> but that's why you're giving out your phone number, because you want people to call you, correct? Yeah, I, I'm dying people to call me. That's right. Okay, cool. All right, wow. well, B-team listeners, step hey. up your game. Yeah. He especially loves it when you call him at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Yeah, he's up anyways. For sure. Yeah. And I'm giving a lot of, I'm giving a lot of uh, jokes on the air. The latest one is I'm giving Donald Trump haircut and King Jung Young haircut. Okay. Okay, so where's the joke? <laughs> King Jung Young. And that, Donald Trump are meeting in Vietnam. No, I know. So, so don't do I'm that. I'm giving dude. both the styles the, the same kind of a style. If anybody's interested, be my guest. All right, guys. If you guys are interested, <laughs> be his guest. Call him up. Oh, my God. Hey, Sam, before we go, um, can you tell us an Arbor Day joke? I never heard that. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Arbor Day is a makeup a day. Why don't you hang up around me so I can get some awards to you? I'm giving a word that I want to be in a word, uh, taking myself another kind of a, a word that you're going to be you mentioning to this. me. Hey, Sam, are you, are you playing uh, dominoes or uh, what are you, what are you doing right now? I'm playing backgammon, backgammon. How stoned are you right now, Sam? I'm dying. Take it easy, bros. Okay. All right. Bye, dude. <laughs> Bye, dude. <laughs> I want to come to the building one day. All right. Shut up. 
right, we'll, uh, we'll continue. Well, I answered your goddamn Afro call, and it took me such a long time just to get to that answer. I, I think you deserve Bean. some fan- Venmo. Oh, man. For, for I know. That. Jesus Christ. All right, we're going to continue with the Afro. Hey, Omar. Hope you're having a good day. This one is B-Team. Uh, hey. This is a follow-up. I asked Hi. a couple weeks ago about the final punchline when you guys do your bits, uh, your breaks, and you said it was a timing thing, and it was organic, and that's awesome. And then you talked about a Bob Saget one with Peppa the dog, but I went back, and it's not even on the podcast. The air, because... I think it'd be cool for the podcast listeners to replay that, maybe even use it as a so that happened, because uh, it sounds like it went south. And I was really curious to hear how it doesn't go well. Um, and I'm a podcast listener, so we would appreciate it. Thank you. My name's Ryan949. Uh, yeah, so, uh, man, I wish Beer Mug was here because he could back up uh, my story. But we have talked about this in the past. Yeah, where there was a big miscommunication between you guys and Bean. Uh, yeah, so, uh, what my understanding, well, here's here's the thing. is So, so my understanding was it was going to go one way, and Beer Mug and I were on the, on the same yeah. page. And yeah. Bean had some other kind of plans. But here's this, uh, so uh, this is what I do for you, B-team listeners. So this audio seemed, like seemingly was expunged from the record, Dave, because I went back to the, the it, it should be in the podcast folder. Not if, not if, if Bean said, don't put it in. Okay. Because sometimes, like, sometimes there's something like this where it's not going to, it's not good. It's just, right. you know, and it, it may sound better now than it did back then. It doesn't sound that, that bad, bad now yeah, listening I th- back. I think Bean was just upset with the way it turned out. Yeah. So, and that, it wasn't good, so let's not include it on the podcast. There's stuff that's bad that we'll yeah. leave in because it's just, it's funny to some people. Right. But not to us. So but, I had to go back on this one and pull it from CD. From CD, yeah. Yeah, yeah so because I, it wouldn't have been saved in the podcast. Yeah. yeah. So let's listen to um, the final time we talked to Peppa the Pig and what went down on the air and then I'll kind of like briefly explain what we thought should have went down. Hey, Bob, um, we've been calling uh, down to Australia a lot here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Are you familiar with the story of uh, Pippa and Casey? Do you know about this? No, no. I love Australia, so it's got to be a great person. Goat Island (laughs) Lodge is the place. It's literally an island south of Darwin on the Adelaide River. And there's a guy who lives down there named Kai Hansen, and he's got a little dog named Pippa. And the bit is that Pippa loves to terrorize this crocodile named Casey that lives in the river. So Pippa will run down and sniff at Casey, and Casey the crocodile will be frightened and turn around and run away into the water. <laughs> For 10 years, Pippa has been doing this. Mm-hmm. Here's a little bit of the uh, news report about uh, Goat Island. Head out into the middle of this crocodile-infested waterway, and you'll find a place like no other. There you go, Casey! Look at this. And just when you think you've seen it all. That croc is scared of this little dog. You will see things that you do not believe possible. Take my word for it. Okay, you go kill, kill. True to his word, this tiny mutt scares away a monster croc. Now, it doesn't always work out that way. Right. (laughs) It's kind of like the croc... Crocodile hunter gone wrong, and not that yes, that, that exactly. went wrong. Yeah, this uh, similarly went so there, wrong. Th- there was a time uh, recently where, well, Pippa didn't come back. <laughs> oh! No! no! Oh! 
No, 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 no. <laughs> but we don't give up. We keep dialing it up, and we keep going back down to Australia to find out what's new in Pippa Land. And I believe uh, uh, Beer Mug is our correspondent on the scene. Mugs, are you there? Good eye, Mike. <laughs> How are you? Hey, we're on with the great Bob Saget, if you want to. And this is probably the... Tenth time we try to do this bit, right? Something like that. Yeah, because we were all we were, rotating. Yeah, yeah. We were, uh, beer mug did it. I did it. You did it once. Yeah, and, uh, Allie did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so we kept going, and then Peppa just kept, kept getting eaten. Yeah. So, how are you? Hey, we're on with the great Bob Saget. If you want to say hello, good day, Bob. Good day. Is he alive? Is Pippa alive? No, I have Pippa right here. We have the guests of the Goat Island Lodge. We're all surrounded in a circle with Pippa's owner, Kai. And mm-hmm. we're just about to do uh, Pippa's nice little trick that she's been doing for about 10 years now. <laughs> hey, Pippa, how you doing, girl? I mean, Pippa is a little bit of a dick, and I can't believe Casey the Crocodile has put up with it for as long as he has. Could you? It is great. To watch Pippa pretty much taunt the Casey the Crocodile right back into the river is the funniest thing one could see. Mm-hmm. And is there a crowd down there at the Good Island Lodge who's going to be viewing this today? Yes, we have the guests around it right here. Here comes Pippa. Pippa right okay. now, girl. So right now, at this point, Dave, yeah. Beer Mug and I are panicking because we thought that Bean was going to play the little sound effect of the crowd going, oh, oh. And then the sound effect that we had on standby was Pippa coming, coming back. Exactly. Yeah. Coming out of the water, being all happy. And, yeah. and then... And then everybody would rejoice, Ta-da. right? Yay, she right. Made it. That's not what happened, Dave. Nope. And Pippa is walking up to Casey. Casey looks like he's just standing there. And Pippa, <laughs> uh, Pippa is approaching. <laughs> you just keep Casey. playing the bark. Uh, they're, they're having sort of a stare down right now. Is he right? Yeah. So, 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 beer mug is doing the right thing. Yeah. He's just kind of stalling. And I'm like, I, I don't know what's happening, dude. He should play the thing, the audio, so then we could get out of it. And now. Bob Saget's like, uh, what's, uh, what's happening going here? On? Yeah. It sounds like the crowd is going wild. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, they're actually just, they're, 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 they're struck with silence. Because this is, this is quite a, a, it's a good ad lib, Bugs. Yeah, Tell Omar maybe he can pretend to be part of a crowd or something behind you. Hey. Pippa, go Pippa. Okay, here we go. Yeah, right. So what's happening now, so Bugs? It's going up to the crocodile. Uh, Casey's looking at her. Uh, what? What? Oh. Pippa. Pippa, Casey went back into the water. Pippa's good. <gasps> Pippa made oh, it. Pippa made it. Look at that. Yeah. Hey, that's fantastic. The drama. That's that's amazing. The crowd of one is going wild. <laughs> so you're telling me Pippa survived today, Beerbug? Pippa will live to see another day. So. What Bean wanted now that I understand correctly yeah. is that he wanted me to build the entire scene on my end. The crowd and the so whole thing. He which, wanted you to play the audio, like I guess, yeah, or kinda, just like the crowd's going crazy, like still to this day, Dave. I'm still, in, I'm still not sure because Bean really did get pissed at me. He did. He, call, yeah. he called me into the studio. He's all, dude, what happened? And yeah. I was just like, dude, how come you didn't play the audio? I had the reaction of them, you know, her surviving, you know, like he's, just, he, yeah, he hit me up. He's like, didn't we discuss this? I was like, I don't know what you discussed because I'm not in that yeah. discussion with you and Omar and Mugs. But you know, Beer Mug and I were on. 
the same page and uh you know he was on another and it was just one tremendous i mean listening back to that it was a, a tremendous fail but you could see where it, everyone's looking at it. you could oh, probably totally. look at you each could, other like yeah uh, this is going on way too long way too long uh, yeah there's, there's nothing happening beer mug stalling he's waiting for that by the way he's good job man i couldn't be i couldn't do that i would yeah. like, have been like uh, <laughs> hey, i would have hey, been like yo being hit the hit yeah, the yeah, hit, hit the, the crowd being yeah, or yeah you know let's kill pip already let's do this <laughs> Uh, yeah, and man. we did because that was the last time. That we was did the last that. time we did that stupid <laughs> bit. All right, let's continue with a couple more afros. Nice. Hey, B team. I was listening to Omar's Thanksgiving story, his sad story with his mom, and I heard him <laughs> speaking Spanish, and I was like, "See, pues hablar español." Hey, this is a question for the B team podcast. Uh, Long time listener, first time caller. Uh, sure. Just you know, with all this talk of K Rock's almost acoustic Christmas. <laughs> I've been uh, in Southern California and a listener since 1996, and I've never known that concert to be acoustic at all. Was it ever acoustic or almost acoustic? How did it get its name, and uh, why do you keep using it, just out of curiosity, if it is just a full-blown rock show and not at all acoustic? Inquiring minds want to know. Thank you. Hopefully you'll answer this by mid-January. Squish. Well, it's uh, late February. Late, late February, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just keep calling the Afro line, 3-3-3-5-2-0-A-F-R-O. I'll eventually get to it, right? Yeah, we're almost there. We're almost <laughs> yeah, exactly. there. We're catching up. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I did learn something interesting, uh, and I have the answer for you. And oh. it, it was uh, Kat Corbett who provided the answer. Nice. And uh, let me play for that. Let me play this for you now. It's the answer. Well said. <laughs> First of all, I want to say thanks for all the all the play that you give Bad Religion from all our great songs over the years. It's nice to be able to have such so much great homegrown talent. And would, if, if you're interested, I could tell you a funny anecdote about yes. Bad Religion and uh, the Acoustic Christmas. Many moons ago, okay. uh, the first time we were ever invited to play uh, K-Rock's Acoustic Christmas, uh-huh. uh, we were actually uh, really grateful for the invitation. But we said, you know, uh, we're Bad Religion. We're kind of not an acoustic band. And prior to that, it had been K-Rock's Acoustic Christmas. Right. So we came back and said, look, we would love to play it, but we're a punk band, so can we play it electric? And you guys were gracious enough to say, you know what? I think we can do that. Are and you that the ones year, that changed it to we, almost? We are responsible for the almost. And I think it's about time we had credit for that. So. So, kids, when you hear that almost, think Bad Religion. Almost. I love it. Oh, my gosh. All right. Brett Gerwitz from Bad Religion in studio for night number one of K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. There you go. Hey, this is for the B team, particularly that dumbass Dave. What? Listen, the reason why the human body doesn't get sick is because after you get sick, your body remembers it and then can fight off that disease from that point on. That's how immune system works. So when you get a flu shot... You get that system, you get that shot, and it gives you a dead version of that virus, so your body remembers and doesn't get it. And you don't just get a flu shot for yourself; you get it so that you don't accidentally spread the flu to others. Hmm. So your selfish dumbass doesn't want to get the flu shot because you don't understand it. You're gonna get someone else sick. Also, in and out rules. <laughs> Sorry, Omar. Damn it! <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. Uh, let's take let's take a scorecard here. Mm. Omar, mm. flu shot, yes or no? Yes. Dave. Flu shot, yes or no? No. Omar, sick, yes or no? Yes. Dave, sick, yes or no? No. All right, I think you're right, guy. <laughs> hey, this message is for the B team. Uh, Dave, 
specifically. Just wanted to congratulate you on the Clippers. I think they're on top of the whole Western Conference. I mean, they're playing (laughs) scrappy. They're surprising a lot of people. Uh, Yeah, hey, uh, you really should enjoy it. Because uh, in a couple months, they're going to be at the bottom again, out of the playoffs, and the joke that they always were. I think you should have a parade right now. (laughs) Because having the best record in the league in November is what everybody strives for. It's much better than a championship. All those stupid Laker fans, all they do is talk about championships. But did they ever have the best record in November? No. So have that championship now, Dave. That guy didn't leave his name, did he? I uh, know, but I'm pretty sure that's uh, listener Edwin. All right, Edwin, if that's you. Um, Is he right? Well, let's just have an update. At, yeah. that, at that time. That's in November, so yes. now it's uh, at, February uh, 26th when we're recording this. Yeah, at that time, the Clippers were top of the top of the, the Western Conference. Memphis was number two. Lakers were like fourth or something. Okay. Uh, cut to today. As of last night, the Clippers are in seventh place, mother lover. And where are the Lakers? Four games back out of the playoffs. Oh, you guys still so, contenders? Yes. Oh, wow. We in the playoffs right now. Lakers wow. aren't. Listen, will the Clippers end up in the playoffs? I don't know. There's a lot of teams that are getting hot. But I know they're definitely playing a lot better than another L.A. team. Damn. And I'm not talking crap about the, the Lakers. They're, they're having their own issues. But right now, the Clippers are holding strong. And they traded like their best player again. So, wow. listen, I'm proud of my Clipper team. And if... I think uh, Edwin just got moated. Uh, yeah, right. As of right now, I mean, we'll probably record one in like three weeks. I'll be like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as of right now, that's suck it. All right. Hey guys, I'm really glad you uh, emptied the voicemail so I could finally talk to Omar. <laughs> uh, hey Omar, um, this Thanksgiving break, some friends and I got together. We're sitting around. We thought we should uh, get rid of the word fart, and what? so now forever, farts will be known as anal coughs. Mm. Anal coughs. Uh, I don't dig it. Smelly and vicious anal coughs. Yep. Merry Christmas. <sighs> not feeling it. I'm either. not feeling no. it. Yeah, farts fart. are funny. Yeah, fart. Hey, this calls for the B team. Like, hey, um, Omar, could you um <laughs> just get, enlighten us, as you like to say, um, on what it was like to be standing in the room while the great Ralph would be doing the um, bits. Because every time you would la- laugh in the back and it would become a part of the bit, that would actually be funny because, you know, they would somehow, Kevin and Bean would ask about it, like, who's there? And Ralph would always, you know, make a mention as to uh, something related to the bit. So it was actually funny. Um, yes. Yeah, so can you tell us what it was like uh, to be there and, and, you know, it was actually, I was surprised at how little you laughed. I would have probably been laughing the entire time. So, yeah, well, that was like, thanks. So it's funny that the guy thinks that I wasn't laughing during the other bits because I was constantly laughing how I had my little corner, right? Yeah. That- so I had my little corner, but here's the thing. It's like the, the there's degrees of funny, right? Yeah. And there are just some things that, you know, it just hit your funny bone and you just can't control it, right? And then you just burst out laughing and you literally... Ralph was so funny and talented that sometimes, I mean, here's the thing is like, I wouldn't do it on purpose to uh, like, hey, look at me. Yeah. Because that sometimes will derail the bit, right? Yeah. You, you don't want to be noticed. You're, you're, right. Your I'm, job I'm is to. I'm the behind the scenes guy. I mean, yeah. I'm hitting the sound effects or whatever. You know, I mean, I'm there to uh, help Ralph in yes. any way he needs, right? Yeah. That's my job. However, he, he actually 
uh, would feed off of me sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Because I was kind of his uh, gauge. Yeah, his barometer of, of is is it working or not? Because if you're laughing, it's working. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And he knew, like, like, like. If so, so I mean, let, let's face it. Ralph is funny, but sometimes, hey, things just wouldn't work or yeah. whatever. You know, like with any kind of comedian, right? Of course. So he would like, yeah, look at me or whatever. And sometimes when he would be like joking around and he would look at me, we would like, you know, uh, make eye contact. That would make make me make me laugh even more. You know what I mean? So then I would just you, lose like, it. <laughs> you know, I would just lose it. No. Ralph would actually kind of stay in character. He would, he would build this character and he would kind of like, you know, be that character at that moment, you know. So he would, he would, he was very method that way, you know, yeah. when he was doing doing a voice bit. So uh uh, my, my memories of being in that room with Ralph are, are great, and I think that it's definitely going to be one of those things when, you know, I look back on my radio career, that's going to be like, man, I worked with one of the radio greats. Let's yeah. face it. He's going to go down in history as one of the radio greats, like uh, Kevin and Bean are as well, you know? Yeah. And uh, I definitely will never forget um, how quick-witted he was and what a master of improv he was because I think that chemistry of Kevin and Bean uh, being the straight guys and then Ralph being the funny guy, that combination and that chemistry uh, will never, ever be uh, replicated again. Hey, B-team, it's me again. Oh. Uh, could you again enlighten us, Omar, or anyone of the B-team? Just because I use it once. Remember the, um, <laughs> well, I remember there was like a couple Couple. Who lived somewhere in the Midwest, I guess. Uh, I think there were some sort of religious couple, and eventually the husband died. Yeah, so he's talking about uh, Linda, Linda Polly and yeah. Gerald Polly. We covered that in a previous B Team episode. But I really want to know uh, why Linda hates me. Because I, re- I reached out to her to be on our podcast and she hasn't returned. And I know she's on Facebook all the time, so I used the little, little Facebook Messenger thing. Yeah. She hasn't contacted me back. D- did she read it? I don't know. Okay, maybe she doesn't know how to use it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, cause okay. like, 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 I don't know how she uses it, but sometimes, know. like, you have to activate it. So, mm. so maybe she just hasn't to send her a message. Okay. So, B team listener, I'm, I'll get back to you on there because she, <laughs> I want her to be a future guest on the Kevin and Bean show because uh, I do want I to get her. her perspective yeah. on how it was. And uh, yeah, her husband unfortunately died like maybe five years ago. And I got to know how her hamsters are doing. I really got to know. She really likes to keep us updated about those hamsters. That's for sure. Uh, so we, I will get uh, to the bottom of it now that, um, yeah. So I guess she doesn't know how to use Messenger, and I'll just directly Messenger, and uh, hopefully she'll get back to me. All right. Hey, this message is for the B team. Uh, I was just listening to the end of Thursday's show where it was about four minutes of straight Rodney, and I'm cracking up, and it reminded me of the story from about five years ago where Bean saw Rodney in Denny's and did not say hi. That's one of my favorite stories from the show, and I was wondering if you could play that. Thank you. Bye. Well, well, I'll gladly play that, and uh, we'll drop it in right here. Dave? Drop in. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> You're listening to Rodney on the Rock, nope. and I'm here every Sunday morning, Mm-mm. right after Loveline. Mm-hmm. Monday morning, right? basically. It's not Sunday yeah. at all. Right after Loveline. Sunday night, Monday morning. And before that, we heard PJ Souls mm. doing Rock and Roll High School with the Ramones. She was a leading girl in the movie Rock and Roll High School. Leading girl, right. And she was over at the big convention, Days of the Dead convention, happened 
three days over the weekend out in Burbank. I was out there. We're all out there signing autographs. Really? Out there? She was there, and, and the cast of B.C. Butcher. Oh, there's that B.C. Butcher. Uh, pretty amazing. Cato Kalin. Was, yeah. Kato kept everybody on their feet when Cato was there, telling a million jokes. Oh, sure. What can I Hilarious say? Cato Kalin. Anyway, hopefully we'll be there again maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> and here are the monkeys. All right, okay. thank monkeys. you, Rodney. With the Next year's promise to no one, though, Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Rodney Bigenheimer, I Bean was in Southern California for our Kevin Bean April Foolish show. Yeah, you were. So, um, uh, and by the way, I was uh, staying at the uh, Burbank uh, Marriott where that crazy convention was going on, but I did not run into Rodney there. However, I did run into Rodney Bigenheimer at the Denny's in Hollywood on Gower and Sunset. All right. This could be good, could be bad, because yeah. being with the Asperger's, he ha- he can't judge whether people like him or not. And I've we've often talked about, does Rodney hate us? I can't imagine that he doesn't. And if I were him, I would hate First us. First of all, what I, are we doing at that Denny's? Um, Was that a choice? Or did yes. you have a flat? Did you have a flat tire and <laughs> um, you had to wait to, for AAAs? I was meeting a, a friend. That's Ralph. Beans John. I was meeting a friend, and the plan was to go to Roscoe's Fried Chicken and Waffles because that's much the, better choice. That's the place I miss the most of of everything in California. I miss the most Roscoe's. So we were going to go to Roscoe's, but you know Roscoe's was in the news because they declared bankruptcy. So I show up at Roscoe's. It's eleven o'clock on a Saturday morning, and the line must be forty deep from people. I assume oh, either trying people. to go to Roscoe's before they go out of business, oh, no. or people. trying to support Ros- people. Roscoe's. Can you imagine people? I, oh, I wasn't going to wait so outside people. for <laughs> an hour to get in. Oh, people. So we decided just to walk across the street and go to the Denny's. Right. All right. So we go to the Denny's and we eat, and we're in the back of the restaurant, and then we're leaving, and I'm getting ready to pay the bill, and sitting there at the first table by the register, who does not see me by the way, is the great Rodney Bingenheimer. All right. Moon's over my hammy. Love it. Love the table at Denny's where there's no one sitting there and I can have all the diet DC cola I want. Rodney, did you see Bean? Of course I saw him. Oh, I have oh really? Excellent didn't look vision. Like it. I just oh, okay. didn't want to acknowledge him because, oh, please don't stop. Please don't stop. Please don't stop. <laughs> just thinking that in my head that he might come over and then we'd hide have to talk to him. Bede, what was okay. your first thought? My first thought was, hey, that's the great Rodney Bingenheimer. I should say hello to him. <laughs> oh, like, man. everything's great. No, it's you got it your buddies. Maybe come in for a hug. No, no, no. Look, guys. All right, I, let's hug it up. <laughs> first of all, I don't dislike Rodney at all. I know that. It's not on you. That's not the point. I it's say, not about disliking or liking. We're saying he... Hates us. I and, don't think and, he does. And I know. I don't and, think he does, and I don't think he should. He hates us. Of course he should. And Why? for good reason. He should hate us. We make fun of him in every way possible. How My... many ongoing bits do we have <laughs> where he's just an out-of-touch loon who just starts yelling 80s bands' names instead of knowing anything about anything? We have done more to promote Rodney oh, Bigenheimer in prime time yes. than anyone in the history of radio. Look, Hitler, no one... Hitler did more to promote the Jews <laughs> than almost anyone else in history. He was no, constantly talking about them. No one has talked more about Rodney okay. on this station than we have. B. Most of our listeners have never heard of Rodney and wouldn't even know that he still has a show if it hadn't been for us keeping him alive wow. by playing back his tape. We're Real big. We're reason. really we're important. No. We're helpful. Yeah. We're givers. Oh you, th- oh, you think most of our listeners are listening Sunday night at midnight? Listen, what I'm telling you. If I'm Rodney and I'm hearing the treatment he gets on this show, yes. mm-hmm. I'm not thinking... 
all right, that's great promotion for me. The way they make fun of me and say they can't believe I'm on the air. Being that's you, awesome. I have to send them a fruit basket. <laughs> Being you know that we have a coworker who he talked to and called us the enemy, right? You know yes. that? Yes, that's true. That he oh, called God, he, you're working for the enemy. Right. That did happen. But well, look, how does that not inform because, you in any way? Because ah, first, he, he must love us. Because first of all, when I have run into Rodney in the past, like I saw him at the uh, when we did that uh, U2 show at the Roxy last year, I made I made a point of shaking his hand. How are you, Rodney? Great to see you. I always try to be very nice when I see him at the Weenie Roast. I always try to sh- say hello and be very pleasant That's not with the him. point. Well, though. that should negate 20 years of abuse. Then. I, a handshake and a hearty, hearty back slap. I don't I don't want there to be I look, I don't like having enemies. I don't like people disliking well, you're me or disliking dick our show. for not wanting enemies then. That is you're terrible. If you don't want enemies, you need to change everything. So the I have worked at the same we have been co-workers for over twenty five years, and you're telling me that I should just walk on by. Here's what I'm telling you. Don't you, lock eyes, don't say hello to a guy who has worked at the same place I have for twenty five plus years. At the very least, the first thought through your mind is that guy's not going to be happy to see me. Right. Now, maybe you make your decision, however, based on that, but you didn't even have that thought. Um, that was a follow-up thought, which is, I would like to say hello to Rodney because I don't want things to be weird. Sure. But then I thought, and I hope you guys are impressed by this, Rodney probably doesn't want to say hello to me. <gasps> wow. You, you considered <laughs> someone else's feeling? You had that thought? I did. No, wait a minute. If, if you've done so much to help him over the years, why did that thought creep into your head that maybe Rodney might not want to see you? Because he's wrong to dislike me. That's why. He's wrong. He's wrong to dislike but me. But you admit that there may be a possibility that he dislikes you. There might have been a misunderstanding throughout the decades. Ah. <laughs> throughout the decades. <laughs> a, mis- a misunderstanding. But that's all on him. That's not anything to do with us. Well, clearly it's on him. Okay. All right. I did... Not oh, say hello wow. to Rodney wow. Bacon. And, I, and it troubled me all day long because now I feel like a bad guy for not doing no, it. No, you're a bad guy for the last 20 years. <laughs> you're a good guy for not saying hi to Rodney and the rest really? of Really? You guys agree I shouldn't have said hello Absolutely. to Absolutely. Absolutely. See, here's the difference between Beat and I. He thinks that uh, Rodney shouldn't hate him. I think sh- that I would have said hello because it would have been torture for him. You are a <laughs> See, you're even worse than he is. Well, but at human. least I, I can read the situation right. Bean's but you like, would do the hey. absolute wrong thing after reading the situation right. I feel like I would have. Bean did the right thing yes. by reading the situation wrong. Corre- that's correct as well. You're both horrible. That's also correct, yes. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> hey, guys. This question's for the B team. Uh, just asking about how does Bean's system work, uh, just listen to thanks for that info, Bean. Is it impossible for you guys to pull the audio from when those conversations happen? What? Is it like, uh, I mean, obviously, like, you guys aren't recording what everyone says all the time, 24-7. Oh, I get But it. maybe you are because it's Bean? Does he just, like, talk over a microphone to you guys? Do you guys, like, still have to put on the headset to talk to Bean? don't really know how Bean works. Is there like a camera that like you guys can see Bean too? That'd be kind of cool, right? I don't know. Just what up with Bean? 
But it just what about being okay, Dave? You could uh, translate what he was trying to ask and then <laughs> answer all his questions. Is, yeah, what he's asking is how do uh, how do we interact with Bean during the show? That's it, one of his questions. Yeah, essentially, that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Uh, uh, first, well, let me let me break it down. Maybe right. because he did such a poor job setting everything up. <laughs> first of all, he wants to know how do we transcribe the thanks for that info, Bean? Okay. Do we record him constantly? Yeah, that, that's how it. That's yeah. It, it all ties into that. Us talking to Bean during the studio, mm-hmm. right? All right. So Bean has a camera that that's, he could see the whole studio, but we hear Bean through the cue speakers when we're off air. Yep. And then the way uh, <laughs> the way the uh, all the uh, thanks for that info Beans happen is that whenever Bean spouts off, Kevin is in his little corner. Yeah, in his little floor office. Feverishly writing, writing as down. fast as he can to jot down all of Bean's uh the info. And by the way, this is how one of them will look, because I've seen Kevin's notes. Mm-hmm. It's all being Taylor Swift sandwich. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> and then he has to remember what he was saying, because it's, it's going so fast yeah. that he's to write it down, and then, then you know, he does the voice of, guys, 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 why did Taylor Swift? Uh, why is the dollar so low? Yeah. All right. Uh... Oh, good episode? Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> hey, we got one in. Uh, that's all I wanted to do. So um, yeah, we did this for you. Yeah. So uh, keep those emails coming. We'll eventually get to them. OmarKiruQ.com, DJ Sanchez at Kerock.com, or uh, call the Afro line. 323-520-AFRO and uh, yeah so now we're through December hopefully we'll get to the January Afros really quick yeah and if you want to email me the B-Team yeah <laughs> the B-Team the B-Team oh that's right the B-Team I might start answering them oh okay yeah, there you go uh, it takes my mind off of stupid April foolishness so. there you go oh that's funny so yeah and then uh, on all our uh, socials uh, mine is at uh, djomarcon.com if you want to follow me and uh I have discovered Instagram stories. Yes, so, you're good at it, too. Yeah, and yeah then, you've been slacking lately, but yeah. yeah. I've been busy with life. Yeah, uh, I'm at K-Rock-Com, K-R-O-Q-K-O-M, and then Beer Mug is at K-Rock Beer Mug. So, uh, yeah, yeah, give us a follow and check us out. Now, the bonus track, Dave, Ooh. is uh, something that I totally forgot about, and this is the great Psycho Mike Catherwood doing something that he labeled Human Centipede Rap Song. Now, for people that don't know about the Human Centipede... Oh, my God. I won't watch it. You've never watched any of the Human no, Centipedes? I can't. I can't. I've seen them all. Wow, even the third one that's like about the Human Centipede? Yeah. Yeah, prison? yeah. I've seen them. I've seen them all. Yeah. And uh, the first one is awesome. <laughs> so good. The second and third, they're just trash. They suck so hard. Um, so, basically, it's, uh, it's about this deranged... Uh, doctor, you know, slash mad scientist who wants to create a human centipede. The first one was with three people, and he wants to sew them ass to mouth. Here is uh, the great Mike Catherwood with his song, Human Centipede Rap Song. I, can, can I say song more? Great title. Yeah. <laughs> I think you picked the wrong house. You punk asses best grab your diapers, because I'm about to make my dreams come true. It's going down tonight, what? I'm not a sick guy, I'm just misunderstood I'm a deranged German scientist living in the woods Here come them tourists, I better let them in And now my fantasy and surgery's about to begin Nobody hears you, we're out here all alone I'm putting y'all to sleep, making an incision on your cheekbone Cut, cut, snip, snip, needle and a thread What's this? Uh Uh-oh, you got an ass on your head Pay the price, 
ass. Now it's time to pay the piper. Butt to head with your ass in a diaper. Look at it this way. There's no need to wipe and there's no need to fight because it's going down tonight. Don't cry. Don't beg. Don't plead. Six arms, six legs going to make a human centipede. One digestive tract with three butts, three heads. What you know about that? I got one Japanese guy, two little whores. One connected body. Now you're going to do my chores. Go fetch the paper. Make me a drink. This human centipede is more helpful than I think. Does it stink? Tell me, how does it taste? I like to watch y'all navigate the spiral staircase. Now what you gonna do when the person right in front of you goes number two? It's a dream come true. This is only the beginning. I promise there'll be more. Next time a new tourist comes to my door. Don't cry, don't beg, don't plead. Six arms, six legs, gonna make a human centipede. One digestive tract with three butts, three heads. What you know about that? Is that on Netflix or anything? Ooh, it's got to be. It's got to be on something. So it, if, it has to be. I mean, if you guys haven't seen the human human centipede, do yourselves a favor. Watch the first one. Skip the second and third. But uh, too it's much great. TV. It's great. <laughs> too, yeah, too much stuff on TV. Although wow. human centipede's not on TV. That's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Dumbass. <laughs>